Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, it is Jack Gill and welcome to Red's News. Uh, we've got a new little flashy bit of technology behind the scenes here. Um, so me and Lauren are going to try our best to do what we can with this. Um, size behind on the ones and twos. Um, and we've got some some interesting news uh, for you today. We're going to start, we're going to open it up to the comments. Um, the first um, bit of information for you really is obviously we know fans are back in some stadiums um, this weekend. Fans are back at Anfield. We're allowed 2,000 fans back in Anfield let me know if there's any spares by the way um, but Paul Gorse tweeted for, uh, during the Klopp uh, press conference um, to say that obviously Klopp was asked about his first time he went to the match as a fan um, and he said for sure I watch my local team often non-league first pro game was Stuttgart as a little kid my granny made me a jumper that looked like the kit it was itchy but nicest jumper I ever had can remember the game I was five or six so yeah open it up to the comments let us know when your first um, game was um, whether it be Liverpool or whether your first game at a stadium was was a different team uh, Lauren can you remember yours um, I don't remember the exact game. All I remember from it is that I didn't remember the orange goalkeeper kit and I had like the pads on the elbows. I just remember wearing that kit, but I can't remember what team it was against. But it was definitely Anfield, and I was definitely wearing that orange that orange jersey. And my dad always tells me the story about. I, I think I was two at the time, two nearly three. He took me to Anfield for my first game. I slept through the whole game, apparently, against Leicester. Emil Heskey got the winner. Can't tell you I remember it, but that was my first game. So let us know uh, in the comments what you think um, best story wins. There you go. <laughs> but moving on, um, Klopp's also spoke about um, Sunday's return of uh, fans at Anfield. He says, as a player, I often played in front of 2,000 who weren't often in a good mood. Um, but after a long break, I know our fans will be in the best possible shape I hope that 2,000 people can be really influential. Let's make the best of it. Um, Lauren, how much of a boost do you think it'll be for the players that they know? I, I know it's not a full stadium on Sunday, but they know that this is the start. This is the start of fans returning to stadiums. Yeah, I think it'll be a huge boost. Obviously, I think it'll probably be a bit weird for them as well, considering they've gone such a long period of time without having any fans in the stadium. They've probably got used to just being able to hear everything that's going on um, on the sidelines and on the pitch and whatnot. But yeah, I think it'll be a huge boost for them. And obviously, you know, 2000s um, obviously isn't the, the max capacity that we can have at Anfield, but I'm sure um, the, the fans that are able to go will, will be making some noise and supporting the team and that'll just give them a huge boost. Absolutely. Um, yeah, hopefully it does give them a massive boost and it, it helps us pick up the three points on Sunday. Um, 
moving on, um, we've got a bit of information, obviously, about the, the goalkeeper situation. Um, I think everyone was shocked to see Quivine Kelleher um, on the starting um, team sheet for, for the game in midweek against Ajax. Um, but his, his performance was very impressive, Lauren, and, and Klopp saying in his presser today that he's definitely earned his respect and he's done enough to convince him that he, he can start Sunday without any problems. Yeah, he plays amazingly well um, against Ajax the other night and obviously, like you said, we were all shocked to see him there, but, you know, he's, he's had enough time, he's, he's trained a lot with Alison and Adrian and, you know, the, those training sessions would have done him the world of good, you know, being in and around those players, so he's, I think he's always been more than capable enough, it was just obviously we've never seen him in a big match like that, um, but, you know, he did amazingly well, proved us proved us all wrong. And yeah, I think I, I don't see why not why he couldn't start against um Wolves on Sunday. Obviously go on. What what do you think this means for Adrian's future, um, Lauren? Because obviously we know he's had a few problems in, in recent uh, months um when he's got his chance and, and now Keller has, you know, taken his opportunity with both hands and produced a performance like this. Do you think Adrian has to work his way back up to that number two spot? I think it'll definitely give him something to think about. Obviously, you know, every time Alison's been out injured, Adjan's just come straight in and, and, and played all the games. But now now he must be thinking, oh, well, Keller's done a good job against Ajax. He's more than capable of, of filling that role as well. So maybe in the back of the back of his mind, he thinks maybe I have got to prove to Klopp that if, if Alison is out injured, I'm the, I'm the one to go to because, you know, he is the more experienced one, but sometimes more experienced doesn't always do you that good sometimes a fresh new young player coming into the team it is better so yeah I think maybe Adrian probably will maybe have like a, a little bit in his mind thinking oh I have to I have to prove now that I'm, I'm the number two here and that I'm not going to drop down to that number three goalkeeper position yeah absolutely Klopp has said that Adrian's taken taken it quite well um, all things considered um, but I think Klopp said on, on Tuesday as well about this that it was purely because Kelleher is better with the ball at his feet we saw this I believe he completed 20, 21 or was it 27 passes um, the other night I th- he's, you can tell it's, it's one of his strengths Kelleher on the ball and his distribution um, so you know I think it, it's, it's an interesting one and he's definitely done enough um, to, to get his, his first Premier League start against Wolves on Sunday but I think it is it will definitely be a bit of a, a kick in the teeth to Adrian that he's been surpassed by, you know, a, a young Kelleher. But he's absolutely deserved it with that performance on Tuesday. I thought I thought he was top top class and, and just the performance we needed um, in in Allison's absence, of course. Um, and we've got a bit more good news. Um, Klopp's come out in his presser and said that Trent and Naby Keita are both back in team training today. Um, they're going to be assessed. It depends how they look. Um, he said they had a couple of niggles after Ajax as well. Uh, from the top of my head, I can think of Robertson and Henderson that seemed to pick up knocks during that game. Um, he says he's going to see how they respond. Nobody else apart from that is coming back. However, Ox is looking close. Um, it's great to have some good injury news for once, isn't it, Lauren? Yeah, it is. I feel like we've just had the worst luck so far this season. Um, so many key players out injured for long periods of time. But yeah, both having Trenton and Naby back in, in and amongst the squads definitely a big boost. And um, yeah, it's interesting to to see whether, you know, I think Klopp said they will be included in the squad, but whether they'll they'll play or not a, a different different thing. Um I don't I don't see the point in just throwing them straight in. Um obviously 
you know, they've been out for a couple of weeks, both of them. Um, they've had no match experience so far. Um, obviously, back in team training this week. So the levels of, of fitness for, for a match might not be there, especially for such uh, against a team such such good as, as Wolves. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the starting eleven will be like. And, and what do you think uh, about Andy Robertson, Lauren? Because um, I, I don't want to scare, do a bit of scaremongering, but since the international break, he's clearly been carrying a bit of a knock. Um, we saw it bandaged up on, on Tuesday night against Ajax. If Trent's back, do you think Wolves is a good opportunity to rest him and, and start Kostas Simikas? Yeah, that, that's a good point. To be honest, I think, you know, obviously everyone had the, the heart in the mouth when, when Robertson went down against Ajax. Um I think, you know, Klopp mentioned that Robertson would have been rested against Brighton if he would have had, you know, the, the several substitutions. Um, so, yeah, maybe it is a good time to rest them, but then also you might be thinking, well, they might get a rest midweek, next week with the last Champions League game. There might be a rotation of players there. So maybe chance Robertson for this game and let him sit out the midweek match. Um, yeah, it's a tough one. Obviously, I'd rather than have the rest probably. Um, but Wolves is a big match, so maybe if you know you start him and bring him off 60, 70 minutes, if all goes well. Absolutely. Um, On to a bit of transfer chat. Um, Yves Basuma, young Brighton midfielder, has been linked with Liverpool along with Arsenal um, in the last couple of days. Um, it says that Liverpool and Arsenal are both said to be keen on signing Brighton and Hove Albion midfielder Yves Basuma. Um, it comes from a report from TalkSport. He's 24 years old. You know, he's an in- integral part of that Brighton team and the Graham Potter, one of Brighton's top performers with, with Tarek Lamptey and, and players like that. Um, obviously, Lauren, we know Jeannie Wijnaldum's out of contract in, in the summer and the most likely situation is of the most likely situation in which Basuma would join Liverpool is if Genie Wijnaldum ends, uh, ends up heading for the exit door. Um, what, what do you make of this? Yeah, um, it, it's an interesting link, obviously. Um, it's interesting the fact that it's it's highlighted that he would um, be like the direct replacement for, for Genie. Um, obviously, we've got no clue what's going on with, with that saga. It feels like we've been talking about it for ages, but... Yeah, from what I've seen of him so far, he's a decent player. Um, he's a really good tackler and he's really good on the ball, which is which is exactly what you want from your midfielder. Um, the fact that you know he's been linked with both us and Arsenal obviously proves that he's doing something right and that he's catching catching the eye of a lot of teams. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let us know in the comments what you think about Bissouma as well. Do you think he's a signing that Liverpool have to get? Um, are you not too sure about it? Personally, I think he's he's a cracking midfielder, really stands out for Brighton. Um, but personally, I, I don't think it would be the best replacement for Genie. And I'm still intent on getting Genie Wijnaldum to sign that new contract. Um, I think he's a really important player and, and gives us a whole new dimension. I know we bought Thiago in, but I think Genie brings something a little different and he's someone that I'd like to keep around in this Liverpool squad but let us know what you think in the comments um, there's a bit more about five subs Lauren it seems like this is a never-ending saga going on and on um, which is baffling to me because personally I think it's common sense and I can't see why it hasn't been brought in yet especially with the EFL bringing it in it's in every top league in Europe it just doesn't seem to make sense to, to me right now that the Premier League hasn't changed um, but we are in the situation we're in and we saw Klopp's big rant the other day and he said today in his press conference um, that nobody thought five subs would go through the fact was if we voted last month it would have gone through but it hasn't happened since so it's a sign that the shareholders see it different to their managers 
which isn't a good sign. It shows they ignore player welfare. Lauren, I've, I've not had an opportunity to speak to you about this. I've spoken about it a lot. I'm obviously a big advocate for five subs. I think the amount of injuries at the minute is, is absolutely ridiculous and it's not only affecting Liverpool, it's affecting the whole of the Premier League. Um, where, where do you stand with all this? Yeah, I definitely think five subs is, is the way forward. Um, like you said, it's it's not just us who are suffering from injuries; it's the entire league. And you know, I think a lot of a lot of, of people and, and managers and, and clubs who are, who are lower down and maybe don't have a, that big of a squad obviously against it, thinking it will go more for the big teams for tactical reasons. But like like Klopp said the other night, um, you know, it's not it, that's not the case. It's more a case of player management, especially coming up to like the Christmas period now, where it's game after game and it's been you know it's been two games a week for for so long now that. Um, you know, we we've suffered loads. Of teams have suffered, so I think five subs. It, yeah, it has to be done. Um, just just for player welfare in general, because you know, without without you know the top players, you know the league or the games aren't you know aren't aren't good enough. So you want to be seeing the best players week in week out play for your team. You know, if if they're all out injured for a number of weeks, you know, look at the amount of injuries that we've had so far. So I definitely think that five subs needs to come into play sooner rather than later. Yeah, there's been a lot of criticism towards Klopp um, this week, but but he, he continued in his presser to say that it's not even just about Liverpool. In this moment, he doesn't even have five players to change, but it's about load management, not to get an advantage. It's just about managing their load. I think he produced some stats as well from teams in Scotland and how much managers use their substitutions for tactical reasons, for injuries and, and for load management. And I think load management is 65% of all substitutions. Jürgen Klopp just clearly wants the best of the league, Lauren. He wants to, you know, he's, it's not just this year, Jürgen Klopp said stuff like this, is it? He's always been critical of the scheduling in, over in England. Um, and I, I think he's got a point and I'm hoping that as the season goes on, we see more and more managers siding with Klopp and hopefully that it, there's pressure on, on the Premier League to change their rules sooner rather than later. Um, but yeah, we're going to get into the comments now. Um, si sent a couple through for us. Um, first one is on uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold's return. Um, New York 4-3-1 says, no point in rushing Trent back in. Need to think about the season as a whole. Maybe bring him in for a little bit during the midweek game to gain some fitness. Um, what do you make of this line? Because uh, we mentioned there it might be that Robertson can't play. I think one will play. It'll be Robbo or Trent that starts at the weekend. Um, and I, I think it all probably depends on, on how serious Robbo's knock is, doesn't it? Yeah, I think it does. Um, I, I I probably agree with this comment. I think there's no point in, in rushing him back. Um, I think probably the, maybe the best option is to maybe play Robbo this weekend, take him off sixty minutes, put Simicas on, um, and keep keep Trent for the midweek game, play him for as long as he possibly can, get some fitness levels in, and just yeah, just try and manage both of those players just as as best as possible, really. Yeah, I suppose we've got to show Wolves some respect. They're, they're a class team and, and Ewan Klopp said that in his press, didn't he? But I think the, the thing is, at the minute, we're really struggling. We're really low on players and the last thing we need is to rush Trent back and then he miss another month. So if he's not ready, I don't think it's it's worth risking him. But we know about this red zone that Klopp keeps talking about. And if he's not in that and if he's fit enough to play, I'm, I'm sure he will play. Uh, and I, I don't think we'll see both of them start, though. I do think it'll be one or the other. Um, but maybe Klopp will prove me wrong. Hopefully he proves me wrong and starts them both. Um, we've got some uh, comments now on, on your first games in stadiums. 
Adam Damron says it was a cup final of my local team in Tel Aviv. Um, a shocker that they wear red as well. I was seven and lost my dad halfway through. The opposition fans set our stands on fire after uh, after a contentious goal, and I had to run. Wow, um, I think that wins it <laughs> wins yeah. it already. Um, but yeah, I, I can't say that um, any game I've been to is ever that interesting. I think Dortmund and Barcelona are, are definitely up there, there at Anfield, but nothing that mad. Um, we've got another one from Joe Rainbird uh, saying, my first game was Liverpool 2, Wigan 1 in December 2009 in the Annie Road end. Uh, lucky enough to see David and Gog in action. Um, what a player he was. Um, could be with him around at the minute. Um, <laughs> New York 4-3-1 says again, um, unless Genie is dead set on leaving and wants a new challenge somewhere else, give the man a new contract. Yeah, I wish we knew what was going on behind the scenes at Liverpool. I wish we knew the ins and outs of what's going on. I can't see for a single second Jurgen Klopp wanting Genie Wijnaldum to leave. I don't see any rush for Genie Wijnaldum to leave us. We're one of the best uh, clubs in the in world football right now. The only possibility I can see is if it's an issue involving, you know, the, the length of the contract and, and what's involved within the contract or whether Genie's just thought, you know what, I've won the Champions League and Premier League with Liverpool, I, I want to go to another country. And if he's dead set on that, I'd rather know now so we can look to, to life without Genie Wijnaldum. I think... I feel, felt bad for Genie in the summer with, with all the Thiago stuff because, look, we've ended up with both. We didn't need to pick one or the other. We didn't need to. There was lots of criticism to Genie, which was unjust. But, you know, we, we're lucky to have them both in the squad now. And I know we've not seen the benefits of it yet, but when Thiago's back fit, we will see the benefits. And hopefully it's extended and, and Genie is with Liverpool for longer. Um, and Joe Rainbird says on, on the Basuma, probably not a satisfactory replacement for Genie, but Jürgen knows best. Uh, Lauren, do you think it would be a, a satisfactory replacement for Wijnaldum? Um, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say. Probably at the minute, no. I think Genie is obviously really key to, to our team. Um, you know, look at the amount of games he's started the last couple of weeks. Obviously, we've had a couple of injuries. You don't know whether that comes into play, but I think he started like, the last six or seven games and, you know, has been really key in all of them and his fitness levels don't look like they've gone down at all. Um, so, you can, you know, that's, that's, I think that's just the type of player he is and, you know, the, all the big moments he's had for us as well. So, I don't know, it's hard, it's hard to say, but I'd definitely like to see Genie stay, stay in the future. Absolutely. I was touching wood through the whole of that, as you're mentioning, um, fitness issues. Hopefully there are no more around the corner. But yeah, happy weekend, everyone. Um, hope you enjoy your weekend. Hope the football is good on Sunday. And um, thank you, Lauren, for joining us. Thank you, Sai, um, behind on the ones and twos. And we shall see you all very soon. So, uh... Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 